Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings, welcome on board. Well, thank you for that disgusting (laughs) (laughs) television program where people put bags and heads in bags, right? (laughs) Joe and my lovely bride and I, we try to find good shows. I never got hooked on Yellowstone. Well, you should. It's an outstanding series. That's what my lovely bride says. Uh, But we watched a couple episodes of The Old Black Bag, so you'll have to check that out. The Old Black Bag. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what it's called, The Old Dirty Bag or something like that. Well, and the one I was telling you about is called The Consultant on the consultant. Prime. And what's the premise there? Uh, well, it's deals with evil, let's just say that. <laughs> and it stars Christoph Waltz, who is one of my favorite actors. Just an incredible talent. Why do you like Yellowstone so much? Uh, I, because it reminds me of The Sopranos. Okay. And someone said it's The Sopranos on a ranch. Right, I agree. And that's basically what it is. And it's an outstanding... Kevin Costner is never one of my favorite actors, but man, he's outstanding in this. And the whole cast is uh, Kelly Riley, who plays his daughter, uh, it's just she's an English actress, and but she comes across. She does a beautiful American accent. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Beth is her name on the show. Yep. And uh, let's see what else are we watching these days. We're just wrapping up the Judge. You got to watch that. Uh, what's that on? I don't think I have that service. Um, honey. <laughs> Netflix. You, don't remember. Uh, you no. just sit down and no, your you wife turns Netflix. on the TV, right? Oh, it's on Showtime. Where's my brain? Yeah, I don't have on. Showtime. Well, you're going to have to subscribe for a month and a free <laughs> out if you don't watch it all. Cause, yeah, it's Eventually it'll be on DVD and I'll buy a copy oh, of it. Oh, Brian Cranston. Yeah, you like him. So I like Brian Cranston. Another one of my favorite actors. Now you're watching, you watch Breaking Bad all the way through, right? Breaking Bad and Better okay. Call Saul. Okay. And does... Uh, Brian Cranston make appearances in Better Call Saul. Yes, he does. Oh, he does. Okay, mm-hmm. super. Well, he's on sure. the final episode in the uh, season six. Okay, fabulous. Yeah, as you can see, Joe and I allocate uh, an hour of TV <laughs> tonight to watching uh, each night to something that's really good, not just regular shows. Well, I watch a lot of stuff on my tablet at the gym in the okay. morning. It takes my mind off the fact I'm exercising. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's your doing endurance. Yep. All right. Well, folks, what's your favorite TV show and why? I don't think that's a terrible way to start no but i'm i'm waiting for your apology oh okay i'm ready you you and everyone else saying oh this the fact that the they're saying that the virus started in that chinese lab that's racist and now it turns out the federal government is acknowledging that it may well have started in that chinese lab Uh, almost everything you just said is false no it's not it's on the news first of all i never (laughs) said it was racist i mean i'm sure somebody said that but i never never argued that it was racist to say that it started in a lab, but I've always thought that the potentiality, I just never knew there was a definitive answer, and you know what? You just said another false statement saying that the federal government, it's just one agency says it started there, and the, and even they have low confidence that they're right, and that's the Department of Energy, and all the rest of the government agencies. Why we need six different agencies having six different conclusions is beyond me. Well, look at, look at the but fact... But other agencies say it, it, they, they're still not sure. And look at the fact that the the number of people who actually were punished for having said this 
they were calling it disinformation. They oh, were calling okay. it all these things, and the mainstream media just went nuts every time somebody said it. Now it turns out the government, an agency of the government, one particular agency, well, more one than of six. one. There, there was more. There was someone else. Well, the FBI, I believe, right, is on the lab side now. Right. So now there are two agencies of the federal government saying that this may well have started but in a lab. For, now these aren't the right ones, but f- this is according to CBS. Uh, these aren't the right agencies, but CIA and Ed Department of Agriculture still say it came either they're inconclusive or it came from the uh, natural occurrence. But at least we're investigating it now. Someone's looking Isn't into it something? instead of just writing it off and saying, oh, no, it's, it's disinformation. It's, it's not right. Can you imagine how much money we've spent investigating where it came from? I mean, that's got to be into the billions. But don't, isn't, a that a, isn't that a good expense of our money? Something that killed so many people, made so many people sick. Don't we need to know where it came from? Don't we need to know how it started so that maybe in the future we can prevent it? Okay. Well, perhaps. Isn't that fair? I guess. Yeah, it's worth talking about. Well, folks, so we have two topics out there. Oh, One we is got a third, Dilbert. <laughs> oh, I know. Isn't that funny? Well, Dilbert's still in the Daily Item. I looked online today. Yeah, but they, their story said they were taking it out of the Daily Item. Oh, did it? Yes, okay. it I'm did. sorry. I didn't, I didn't read the paper. I just looked at the comics. It said they, were, it, uh, they, they received the comics in advance, and I guess they had those pages set up in advance, and so they, it'll be a day or two until they can stop it. Oh, I see. Okay. So. so should he be canceled for his horrible comments? I don't. You know, this is funny, Joe. Uh, the The creator of Dilbert said that blacks are part of a hate group and some other, I think, comments. Suggested that, that white people stay away from black people. Right. So, okay. so Pretty, pretty egregious remarks. <laughs> so is the artwork of a comic a racist comic? Well, verboten? that was the question I have. Has there ever been any racist comments in Dilbert or anything someone could take the wrong way? No, and the, really the the cast of Dilbert is mostly white. There are a few blacks and there's a Hispanic guy. But part of their shtick lately is to introduce more diverse workers. You know, there's one, there was one fellow in one panel that used a wheelchair for mobility and another one was somebody who had trouble speaking and, you know, and used a, a translator or something like that or a tablet or something to communicate. So No transgenders yet? Not that I, but I don't read it every day. I don't read it at all. So I'm well, you see, it was in the Washington Post, so I would scan. You know, I read that online, right? And uh, so that would be one that would catch my eyes. And somebody sent us a note when we posted this over the weekend that it is still in the Daily Edit, but you say they're going to take it out. I think I saw that story okay. in the paper the other day. There was like a little blurb. Okay, maybe it was online, but I know okay. I saw it. All right, and I did look at the online version of the Daily Item today. We didn't get a paper today, so I'm not sure what's going on there. This is Monday. There is no paper on Monday. Oh, okay. Well, so that exp- that explains that. But in any event, I you guess. must spend a lot of time looking for the Monday pa- paper. Um. <laughs> I, I mean, there's an online edition. There's just not a printed edition. I honestly haven't read the paper since the pandemic began. And once we got too busy here, I, I gave it up. It's, it's like giving up something for Lent. You know, well, you ought to start it up again. Right. All right, folks, 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. That's 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. So we got Dilbert out there, his... Uh, 
author, if you will, or creator, creator right. is somebody that has uh, what some folks would say are some racist views or certainly had some racist comments. We also have the U.S. Department of Energy now says their conclusion is that uh, COVID most likely came from a germ that was inadvertently leaked from a Chinese lab. Well, maybe not inadvertently. Maybe oh, okay. They well, or, okay. So, but the lab is the source. That much is uh, much clearer to them. They have low confidence in their conclusion, and I believe they joined the FBI as being another federal agency that says the lab is the region. Other U.S. agencies, now, there's six different opinions from the federal government are still inconclusive, but the Department of Energy and the FBI say that they think it came from a lab, and what's your favorite TV show? (laughs) (laughs) One of these What are you watching? As as they say uh, in the sales department, one of these ideas has no wheels. It isn't going anywhere. Uh, You you pick. All right, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. You can text us at 70236. I have to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership, and they've been in business since 1915. Two locations. I just was at the Kia dealership on Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf to check out the 2023 Telluride. It is, uh, well, I'll say it, and Consumer Reports agrees, it's one of the nicest vehicles in the world. It's one of the top 10 vehicles in the world, considering there's about 70 different vehicles out there in the world right now. It's nice to know that one of them and some of the other ones also, the Hyundais, are available at, and also the uh, Ford F-150, still the superior pickup truck. Anyway, uh, the uh, Hyundai uh, Kia Telluride is uh, one of the nicest vehicles in the world. The the two dealerships, so that's the Kia dealership, but the Hyundai and Ford dealership are on North 4th Street in Sunbury. Everybody knows where they are by now. That's where the quick lane is. That's where the alignment shop is, the body shop, and they got a paint shop. They got a big truck shop and a small truck shop and a a regular vehicle shop. You name it, they got it at the Sunbury Motor Company. Company. You can check out their inventory. They keep it pretty current. SunburyMotors.com. If they got the vehicle, they got the pictures up. Trouble is, they just offloaded some more vehicles. So inventory's way up. They got a lot of choices in the F-150 department at the Sunbury Motor Company. So check them out, please. So shop there. Become one of the many, 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 many happy customers of the Sunbury Motor Company. SunburyMotors.com. Yeah, Scott Adams was trained as a hypnotist. Did you know that? That's true. No, I did not know that. And <laughs> Maybe that's particularly can, relevant because... Well, he may have tried to hypnotize people into believing that he didn't make racist comments. <laughs> oh, Scott Adams, the author of Dilbert. Okay, right. I wondered who he was. Okay, fabulous. You didn't know who his I didn't memorize his name. No, okay. I, I, I just, I'm more concerned about <laughs> Dilbert. I used to love to read it in the Post. I, I, I'll admit I haven't looked at it too much lately, but uh, now it's probably going to disappear, right? Well, uh, he suspects or he thinks that everybody will cancel him. Should should they? Well, you know, can you draw a line between what someone creates and their personal opinions? Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, that uh, Van Gogh was a racist. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we don't look at his paintings anymore? Uh, you know, he might have been a terrible human being, but he created stuff that was of enduring social prominence. Now, I'm not saying Scott Adams has done that with Dilbert. I don't know that he will endure it's for the ages. It's a pretty iconic uh, comic. You know, you see a lot of people enjoying it, so uh, it's pretty influential. Why can't, when, when someone has horrible opinions like that, 
and they don't act on them. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you can show me something he did where he deliberately harmed a, a black person or mm-hmm. harmed a Native American or did something really personally terribly offensive other than what he said, mm-hmm. you know, and I would say then maybe he needs to take some kind of a class. But, you know, can you separate what someone says and what they believe from what they create? Well, particularly if they keep their mouth shut, is your premise for this line of commenting. Well, yeah. I mean, if he had never said anything, he's obviously held these beliefs for some period of time. <laughs> I don't think they just came to him overnight. And so he's held them, but he didn't act on them. And now in his, that I guess it was a radio of. program that he does, uh, that he said, made these comments, and suddenly everybody now is aware of them and are concerned about it and want to cancel him. All right. 570-743-9565. Stan, the angry man. First of all, the the origin of COVID. What's your view on this topic? Well, it's China, of course. But my question is, why does the Department of Energy looking into it? Mm-hmm. Cha-ching. Well, I... I, I oh, I, money. Okay. I can speculate <laughs> on two things. One, because energy markets were so tied to the pandemic. But why does the Department of Energy have labs that do virus research? Do they? Well, yeah, they must have if they came up to this conclusion, or at least investigators. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why? Why? Yeah, why that's a good so question. We don't have the answer, so we'll skip over that. It's just you know something that's out there. They say it probably originated in in, in the Wuhan lab, which which most people thought anyways. But we were all labeled conspiracy theorists. Uh, but we all knew it came out of China. Now the Chinese have a different opinion of that. They say it came out of a lab in Maryland from the military <laughs> lab. Okay. Well, yeah, that was it. Oh, that, that's what they're saying. So. So, you know, we'll, we'll never know 100% the truth on that matter. Now, as far as Scott Adams, do you, did any of you hear the clip? No, I didn't hear it, but I heard it quoted. Ah, <laughs> right, there's the problem. Is it? Okay. Do you, do you know why he said what he said? No. <laughs> See, that there's another problem. Okay, okay. we have several problems now, I, here. I, I'm not saying what he said was smart. It's pretty stupid in today's climate. But he was responding to a poll that was taken from black people about what they thought, who they th- how they thought about white people. And I forget, near 50% of the black people that were polled basically called white people dangerous. Okay? That's what he was responding to. Now, he was a little inartful about the way he said it, but he says, basically he said that if these people feel that way, then there's only one thing white people can do, and that is move as far away from black people as they can. That's what he was talking about. Now, he said it inartfully and stupid. He was probably trying to troll because when his online persona, he trolls a lot. You mean okay, trying to get people. reactions. He got a reaction, okay. didn't he? Well, yeah, maybe more than he wanted. Yeah, maybe right. much more than he wanted, probably. So, so that's, that's the context of it. Now, right or wrong, I ain't going to judge that. That's not for me to judge. Now, if, if Dilbert continues to be put in a paper, I'll read it. Because I like Dilbert's comics. Good comic. So usually right on the money as far as it's talking about corporations and the stupidity that goes on in these big companies. So that's, that, that's my feeling on that. But, you know, yeah, inartful, probably stupid. Mm, 
but if you don't know the context of where he was coming from, then you probably shouldn't be calling him a racist. Well, Frank, you know, how, how do we discern the context? How do we discern what someone's true feelings are other than through what they say and what their public expressions of their beliefs Joe, might be? You said yourself. You didn't hear him say it. Only excerpts, not even expert, but a description of what he said. Well, let's look at the people. Let's say the local newspapers canceled his comic strip. A lot of major newspapers have canceled the strip based on what he well, said. Course. Now, do you think that they're they're in the business of understanding context? Do you think they would deliberately do that without the underlying context being <laughs> apparently offensive? <laughs> Joe, there was many fine people on both sides in Charlottesville, Virginia. That was the context we got in 2017 after that whole mess down there about Trump, correct? And we all know that was a lie. So how are we going to talk about this? Well, why would why would people be willing to jump on Scott Adams because of his views? I mean, because he hasn't been offensive, he, but he hasn't been offensive. He started Dilbert, uh, he was born in 1957, so he's what, close to 60 years old, right? And he's 63. 63. Yeah, he's 60, yeah. Okay, so he's he's held these views, let's assume, for most of his life in one Six, form or another. And what views are those, Joe? Huh? And what views are those? He was responding to a poll. Get get the whole context, get it all, listen to it all, and see what for poll he was listening to. I I don't I don't know if it was an ABC poll or, or what it was for sure. I I, miss, I didn't catch all that this morning, but I did hear his comment on it, and he was responding to that poll. And it was near. If you break down the poll, there was like twenty to between twenty and thirty percent of the black people that said white people are dangerous, something to that effect. And then there was a bunch of people that had no real opinion, so he glumped them together and said it was about 50%. So he's saying, if there's 50% of the black people out there that consider white people dangerous, then the only thing I could say to white people is maybe you need to get as far away from black people as possible. Actually, now, said, that's a stupid comment. He said, get the hell away from them. But he <laughs> well, also, he said that, he also but called I, them he also called them a hate group. Well, if that many people saying that, maybe they are. Because the white people are considered constantly called white supremacists okay. and everything else. But let's face it, whether we like it or not, historically, white people have been dangerous to black people. <laughs> I mean, blacks weren't lynching blacks in the South. White people were lynching blacks. White people right. tried and, to bar and, them from and schools. History. I understand history, Joe. I understand that. But in this day and age, it go, it's going both ways. I won't argue said, that with you. It was you. a stupid statement and very inartful the way he said it. But does he deserve to be canceled? I don't know. Maybe we need to look into a little bit further exactly what he was talking about. Well, I wouldn't cancel him. I, I, there's nobody I would cancel except maybe Adolf Hitler. You know, I would cancel him. Or maybe Stalin. Who? Oh, yeah, well, maybe. Stalin but I mean, and Mao. E even so. <laughs> the, the the worst person on earth can do good things, and the best person on earth can do bad things. And who among us wants to be judged by the worst thing we ever did? And if if he is not being given a fair shake here, and, and in the past, let's face it, Scott Adams has claimed he's been a victim of racism himself in the past. He's made those claims. Uh, he, he may have. I don't know. But he's he, he if you look on his go on his Twitter feed or whatever, he likes to troll the left. Okay, and that's part of probably what he was doing. He got a little carried away. Okay, now do you think he's really a racist? I don't. He was looking at a poll and making a statement 
to that. His statement probably should have been, wow, if there's that many people, many black people that think this way about white, we have a problem we need to change it. That's well, probably the way he should have came at it. Actually, he what, what he was citing was a Rasmussen... What he should have said. All right, okay. a Rasmussen survey of 1,000 American adults that dealt with the phrase, it's okay to be white. The Anti-Defamation League has deemed that phrase to be a hate slogan. That uh, started as a trolling campaign by members of the controversial forum um, 4chan. So, you know, is it okay to be white? Yeah, I think it's okay to be white, and I don't think it's racist to say that. It's okay to be black, it's okay to be Indian, it's okay to be Greek. It's okay, you know. Absolutely. You know why it's okay, Joe? Well, because we're all created equally in God's eyes. Well, we're also born the way we're born. We have no choice in that matter. So it's okay to be the way you are. Even if it's transgender? That's not the way you were born. <laughs> no, see, that's not what they were born, Mark. Okay? <laughs> then, right, you don't, you think about that. then you don't know transgender people, then. Oh, okay, that's not the way they were born. No, they weren't <laughs> born. They were a boy or a girl, and they're still a boy or a girl. Hey, there's a great meme out there, Mark. You take a... A hundred women and, and ten men, and put them on an island, and, and in five hundred years, when they come back and dig up the bone, they'll be able to tell there was a hundred women and, and ten men. You put a hundred transgenders and ten men on the same island, hundred years they go back or whatever, and they dig up the bones, they'll be able to tell there was a hundred and ten men there. Okay, right. that's that's the that's the way transgenderism is. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Right. The less, you, the less you right, know, so the we're better. Gonna, we're it's important. Be men are men. <laughs> women are women. Plain gotcha. and simple. Nothing else to discuss there. If gotcha. people want to dress the way they want to dress and act the way they want to dress, good for them, but only as adults. Gotcha. All right. We got you, Stan. Thank you so much. Thanks, Stan. Appreciate that. All right. Have a good one. Great bye, conversation bye. starter. Always it is. good to argue with Stan. <laughs> 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-WKOK. We love your conversation on this topic. We're talking about the creator of Dilbert. Should he be canceled? Is it not cancel culture, which is owned by Republicans, not Democrats, to get rid of Dilbert because he has some whoa, whoa, potentially whoa. racist views? Well, it's the Democrats who are always trying to cancel people. Is you, repu- you want to cancel them? <laughs> I don't want to cancel him. Oh, you like you like him to? No, continue. I, okay. I think you can separate. You as want I to said, cancel other things? You can you can separate what he created from what he believes, right. and as long as what he creates doesn't turn into some offensive and, and vile <laughs> thing, then let him go. <laughs> I remember the Dilbert panel where they lynched the new black guy in the office. That was a funny one. Right. Yeah. That, that never happened. <laughs> right. All right. 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Also, U.S. Department of Energy disclosed over the weekend, or I guess something was found out about him. It's not even a disclosure. Something was found out that they feel as though the preponderance of the evidence indicates that COVID-19 came from a lab and not from a natural area, although they admit they have very low confidence in that conclusion. <laughs> why do we have six different agencies if in Washington? If they had low confidence in it, why would they even announce Well, it? I think it's in something that somebody found or read or released or snuck out or leaked or some other nonsense. Oh, yeah, and we're also talking about what's your favorite TV program. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service tech technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. 
You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. Joe McGranahan. And uh, we are going to open up the phones during the 9 a.m. hour. Let's see. Tomorrow we'll shoot from one of those good CBS experts, see what's going on. Probably going to end up talking more about this COVID finding. Department of Energy uh, has labs. One of our listeners sends us a quote from a Wall Street Journal. It says, the energy department's conclusion is the result of new intelligence and is significant because the energy department has considerable scientific expertise and oversees a network of U.S. national laboratories, some of which conduct advanced biological research. Who knew? Uh, Yeah, the Energy (laughs) Department made its judgment with low confidence, according to people who've read the classified reports. And the FBI agrees. They've also come to that conclusion that the FBI, this is, again, the Wall Street Journal says, the FBI previously came to that conclusion that the pandemic was likely the result of a lab leak in 2021 with moderate confidence, and they still hold that view. It's funny how originally the FBI, and this is Lawrence's worthless memory, was that they were leaning that it was a natural thing. And, you know, the statement, going back to this Rasmussen poll, changing directions for a moment, well, I'll tell you afterwards, but... There's a fair, some fairly interesting findings in that poll that got all of uh, Mr. Scott Adams' detractors in an uproar. All right, we'll see if we can find the comments, too. Maybe that will help our conversation. Can we play those on the air? I wouldn't think you'd want to. Okay, maybe we won't then. All right, scratch that. You are listening to On the Mark on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury WKOK News Time. It is 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. You were, te- you were saying? Your knowledge of the pharaohs is abysmal. <laughs> oh, my God. You must be doing a lot of Old Testament reading at church. No, I did a lot of the ancient history reading. Oh, that's right. You're a history buff. I forgot. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. It is the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe's across me. Good conservative, natural-born listener, former CEO of the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. No, COO. For COO for 50 years. and 40, uh, 30. Just... Uh, <laughs> Well, you've been in radio 50 years. been in radio 63 years. Okay. Anyway, see? That's a long time. He's more experienced than me. I am. I'll never... I guess I could have... If I, You're almost 80 years old, so I guess if I stayed in radio until I was 79, I'd have the same amount of experience with you. Did you start at 13? Uh, that would be too soon. I, well, I, think I, my, I started at 13. So. Yeah, I think my first radio experience was at Chicken and Me doing the announcements that were played on WKOK. 
in the morning, the Shikinami High School announcements and the district announcements, I guess. I don't even remember them, but I'm sure we still have a tape of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what we would do is to make the tape at school, at the high school, and then deliver it uh, to a fine announcer that lived in Sunbury that worked in WKOK at the time in the 1970s. So, this is before you got here, even. I got here in 78. Okay. All right. So, well, welcome on board, everybody. It is the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, and this is radio station WKOK, 90 years of excellence. We've been around a very long time, and uh, we just love being on the radio, so we'd love you to join us. You can call us, 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Uh, we do have a couple of emails here, and so we would just love uh, to read those on the radio today, So, which we will do. But we also have a couple of, uh, let's see, nope, that's it, just the emails at this time. So you can text us at 70236, but put the keyword OTM in there, and then your message, you got 150 characters. Uh, you can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com, and you can call us, 570-743-WKOK. We talked about Gilbert's creator, Scott Adams, uh, gave uh, put out another video that uh, sort of explains himself, what he meant, and says he's not a racist, and he loves blacks and always has, and so that kind of thing. So he's trying to dig himself out of that. Uh, well, but, he, uh, he appeared on a, a black, um, I guess, podcast, Hotep Jesus. Okay. It's a very interesting program, apparently. So, right. So uh, he's trying to do some uh, digging here after his comments were viewed as racist. So it's hard to say. He's, it, he doesn't speak in sort of a flow that I get. So maybe other people that are smarter than me can uh, give it a listen and see what he's really saying there. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. We also talked about uh, the U.S. Energy Department uh, has a classified document that apparently an excerpt of it was leaked. But it indicates that uh, through their extensive research, uh, and they have found that the pandemic began, their view is that it probably began in a lab in China and was either escaped or leaked or uh, pushed out of the lab and not from a natural occurrence. So they joined the FBI, but other federal agencies say they're either unsure or feel as though it's we're leaning towards a uh, natural occurrence. <laughs> Why the U.S. has to do this, I have no idea. All right, so 570-743-9565. Call us now. We're going to do brief news headlines, but we'd love you to join us telephonically. And what's your view on that topic? Very brief news headlines here. Route 61 is open after it was blocked at a fire scene. Volunteers in Shemokin responded to a blaze where one person had to be rescued around 4 a.m. today. The fire was on East Commerce Street, but that had an impact on Route 61 Sunbury Street. Northumberland County Communications provided our information. The person was successfully rescued and treated at the scene. Girls wrestling is making a lot of strides in Pennsylvania. Why has it attracted so many girls who are interested in wrestling? The girl wrestlers that I spoke with, they all echo the same thing, is that it teaches you life lessons you learn in no other sport. The closest thing that has ever really been available to girls for wrestling is if they chose to study a martial art. 
Steve Williams, our great uh, wrestling announcer with an interview on WKOK Sunrise about girls wrestling. NorthCentralPA.com reporting felony arrest charges were filed last week against a man who police say raped a young girl during sleepovers. 32-year-old Jeffrey Kemmer of West Milton locked up in the Union County Prison. $100,000 bail. The victim was seven years old. The annual essay contest remembering the Holocaust is back for its fifth year. Days of Remembrance is here. David Jacobson is one of the founders and a board member. This is recent history. Our veterans from the U.S. military saved the world and saved life as we know it today. And this essay contest is a tribute to our veterans that fought in World War II. More details at WKOK.com. Daysofremembrance.org is their website. You wonder what all that was about last week in the State House, where the Center Square is reporting that it will all go nowhere. The latest effort to offer child sexual abuse survivors their day in court did culminate in the State House Friday, but no cause for celebration. Neither bill passed Garner's majority support in the state Senate. According to the Center Square, House Speaker Mark Rossi says he doesn't care about that. He says, well, geez, if the Senate is not going to take it up, we might as well stop doing half the business we do here in the House. Unquote. Uh, The legislation House Bills 1 and 2 would require a two-year retroactive window for adult survivors of child sexual abuse to file civil suits against their perpetrators. Uh, He says it's very likely it will die in the state Senate. Some other conversation starters around here from CBS. A woman from India bought a new puppy only to find out that her husband was allergic to the dog. So what did she do? She put it up for adoption. Not the dog, the husband. She offered up her husband for adoption. Uh, The woman's friend posted a humorous ad on Twitter, which claimed the husband is 29 years old, drives a bike, can cook, has sharp features, and is reasonably handsome, and he's available for adoption so they can keep the puppy. Uh, Lest you think there's no (laughs) hope for our young people in another episode of Teenagers Aren't That Bad, Callisburg High School in Texas discovered their 80-year-old janitor was forced out of retirement because he couldn't pay his rent, which had jumped to by about $400 a month. The kids started a GoFundMe site to help raise some money so he could make rent, and they ended up raising $270,000. That'll this. cover his rent for a while. Right, exactly. Right. Where's the landlord hearing that? will probably raise it again. Right. Now the rent is up $270,000. <laughs> Okay. All right. And finally, uh, let's see. This is also in the category of uh, lest you think our kids are hopeless. An injured turtle has a new lease on life thanks to some kids and some Legos. A box turtle that was bought to a mis- uh, brought to a Mississippi rescue group after being hit by a car and lost its back legs. They named the turtle Lieutenant Dan after the legless character in the film Forrest Gump. The f- there's something political uncorrect about that, but anyway. Gary Sinise's uh, signature role. Right, yeah, did a super job, and that was all done with CGI, right? Yeah, I believe. No yeah. uh, s- tricks otherwise at the set itself. Anyway, the the, f- the local first Lego League ended up, which is consists of school kids ages 9 to 14, decided to restore Lieutenant Dan's mobility. They built him a Lego wheelchair that slips under the back of him and holds on, and so he can move around. They'll be releasing him in the spring. That's in Mississippi. 
Well, who's going to check and make sure that the Lego thing doesn't fall off? The well, poor I, turtle? Uh, maybe they'll keep him in some amount of limited cap- captivity. All right. <clears throat> uh, so you're still, still going to have trouble cinching up away from predators, I would think. Well, I don't think turtles can outrun many predators anyway. Do no, you? I think they cinch up. You know, they they, <laughs> they hide. They seize themselves, right. or whatever you whatever they call it. They go in their shell. Here's another one. I, I wasn't planning on read this, but this catches my eye. It says Volkswagen, as a corporation, is under fire from police in Illinois after the car maker refused to help locate a stolen car with a toddler inside. A pregnant woman had parked her Volkswagen SUV in her driveway and was bringing her kids into the house. As she came back, another car drove up, knocked her to the ground, and tried to run her over and took off with her car with her two-year-old still in it. When cops contacted Volkswagen CarNet to help track the vehicle, Volkswagen refused unless they were paid a fee. That refusal led to a delay in finding the child, who was later safely found okay. Volkswagen shifted the blame to a third-party partner, but said it was a serious breach in protocol. <laughs> Do you, what, what, Volkswagen certainly has taken it on the chin with their emissions scandal. We will require a fee before we help you find a missing, right. kidnapped child. Yes. So we suggest you get your credit card out now <laughs> and pay us. So What yeah, humanitarians? Real humanitarians. This is why you buy a Ford Explorer, folks. Right. <laughs> so Ford will help under these circumstances. And before we left, I was about to tell you okay. this Rasmussen poll that was the subject of uh, Scott Adams' rant. Who's the author of Dilbert? Uh, yes, it was the author of Dilbert. It was done by Rasmussen. And the question they asked was, uh, is it okay to be white? And, of course, the uh, nearly half of all blacks, um, wait a second, the poll, at a recent poll that he showed that nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people. If so, Adams said, that's a hate group. Adams cited a Rasmussen survey of 1,000 adults that dealt with the phrase, it's okay to be white, the Anti-Defamation League has deemed that phrase a hate slogan that started as a trolling campaign by members of a controversial forum. Among other things, the Rasmussen poll found that 72% of the 1,000 American adults surveyed agreed with the statement that it's okay to be white. And that even a majority of black people, 53%, agreed as well, that it's okay to be white. Okay. Uh, the poll also found that 79% of the respondents agreed with the statement, black people can be racist too, including 66% of black people. But yet, if you say those things out loud, oh, you're a racist. Okay. Now, isn't that, isn't that interesting? Well, and I think what's uh, that the heart of this is you're trying to identify what's in people's hearts, you know, what sort of ill will they might harbor, and a poll doesn't find it. You know, we don't know whether Scott Adams is or isn't a racist. We don't know. He tries to explain it away in a new video that's out, or not explain it away, but sort of explain the actual context. It's, like, he, it's uh, an hour-long video. I was going to say, you, played, you were playing part of that during right. the break. But and we can uh, play a little of it. It doesn't curse or anything. It's just a podcast. Well, I, yeah. All I, right. So he was trying to explain what he what he was actually had in mind. Right. And he says he loves black people. Right. I can. I think and I, that that's a racist statement. Is that a racist statement? I love black people. That's a racist well, statement. It's an unusual statement. He yeah. says he identified as black. You have to. You have to look at yourself and say. Are you finding it? Yes, this. I just said I love black people, which is true. And that's a racist statement. And I'm proud of it. Now, individuals 
should always be judged as individuals. Does, did anybody think that I was opposed to judging individuals as individuals? Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did you see uh, Hotep uh, Jesus did a video response to my video? I was just listening to it this morning. It was kind of brilliant. And I love this guy. I love Hotep. I've been on his show. Terrific guy. And, you know, he has some, he has some speculations about me. I'll, I'll let... I'll let his speculations speak for themselves, so I won't comment on them at the moment. Now, he invited me on his show and invited me to you know, respond. Well, do, you, do you think I don't love that guy? Do you think I don't love Hotep Jesus? I love that guy. He's terrific. Yeah. Dr. Funk Juice, you think I don't love him? I love Dr. Funk Juice. He's a regular here. Yeah. So anybody who thought that it like that it applied to individuals well how dumb was that i mean you have to you have to look at yourself and say whoever said something that applied to everybody in any context it never applies to everybody and it never applies to every situation yeah i'm i'm inconclusive on this it's hard to say what he's saying now or and what he said then uh, it would give him the benefit of the doubt until I really had a clear understanding. Certainly, as Stan mentioned, out of context, the comments uh, can be viewed as racist, but we don't know the full context. But still, we are going to throw him out with the... Uh, <laughs> right, get rid of this <laughs> get rid of this guy right away. Get rid of Dilbert. Because of course, so that's... that's Suppose that, that was, you know, let's talk about who is really an anti-Semite. Henry Ford was an anti-Semite. That's not, you know, so we don't buy Fords because... Was well, he one of those individuals? who we would look back and say, well, he's a product of his time, and that's, that no, was kind he, of he okay was, at the he time. No, he was actually a, <laughs> a very, very large anti-Semite. Okay. But, you know, we don't hold that against the Ford Motor Company, do we? No, nor do we really uh, bring it up often when we're talking about Henry Ford. We're only no, talking about his innovation. No, we talk about what, right, that's right, you got it. We talk about <laughs> the positive things in his life. We don't judge him on the one thing that was pretty egregious in his life. Mm. You know, look at what he did. He paid a living wage to workers, an outstanding wage, $5 an hour, which was considered, all oh, horrendous. Well, I don't think Scott Adams is making the world a better place. Well, is he? Did he does he make you laugh? If, if something that he wrote brings a smile to your face or Dilbert's lightens your funny. day sure, in some Dilbert's way, isn't Dilbert's he doing funny. something useful for society? Yep, Dilbert's pretty funny. So. Okay, so, but we're going to cancel that right. because we don't like what this guy said in an interview, the context of which we don't fully understand. Right, it's very complex, <laughs> what he's really means and what he really talks about. And then when he explains it, it's really complicated. So. Right, you know, so, but but let's do the simple thing. But he thing. does say in the video, he's not racist. Okay? Right. So that that's, you know, the context. There. And there doesn't appear to be any evidence of his racism prior to this comment. We've just, it people just in the know, up. the media have judged him to be racist for this, and so we're going to cancel his cartoon strip. We're going we're going to make him pay for having <laughs> a thought we don't understand and don't like. All right. Well, maybe the people who wrote the AP articles, and CBS has one also about him, maybe they looked at the whole thing and said there's just no other way that 
he can be. But that's that the first racist. thing we go to today. That's Let's the cancel. first thing we do, well, cancel him, get rid of him. See, that's uh, our nature is to avoid things that aren't good for us or that we don't like. And it certainly isn't Republican or Democrat. It's a human condition to reject things that you don't understand or, you know, that might threaten you or your group or whatever it happens to be. I, I don't think it's like some new cancel culture. We've been canceling things we haven't liked over the decades. But are people capable of redemption? Let's take, for example, a man who ran for president of the United States, a southern governor, and he was a real racist. He stood Mr. In, McGovern? No, he stood in the courthouse uh, on the steps of the Capitol and said, segregation today, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever. Mm-hmm. And yet, toward the end of his life, after he was shot and was in a wheelchair, he found redemption. He realized that he had made a mistake, mm-hmm. and he apologized for his bad behavior in the past. So do we give people a chance for redemption, or do we just throw them out the minute they say something we don't like? Do we counsel them? Do we hope to bring them along? Do we make an effort to understand them, or do we just get rid of them? All right, say these numbers. 570-743-9565. That's the magic number that will get you through to our switchboard, where our producer today, who is uh, Lynn, is Rob it Lynn? Center. Rob Center over there today. All right, Rob will answer the phone, and he'll say, what do you want to talk to these guys about? And then... <laughs> I don't think so. Not quite. All right, 570-743-WK. You can email us. We have some emails. I don't think on this particular topic. Uh, but, no, on uh, the Wuhan lab. on the though. Wuhan lab. Yeah, so either topic. We've got them both going equally uh, today. 570-743-WK. Okay. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. mm, out of auto repair. Okay, we have some emails to dispose of here this morning. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank Go ahead, you. Joe. All right, there's a wet market and lab that works with biohazards in Wuhan. Where do you think the virus escaped from? We are so concerned about hurting people's feelings that the truth shall be silenced. Okay. Well, I think in, in China's case, it's not their feelings we want to hurt or that we don't want to hurt. It's their selling us everything with the kitchen sink. Are we afraid of hurting China's feelings? I think that politically we are, yeah. Okay, so we want it to come from a natural source. Right, we don't want to have... Other, well, but, let's face it. But let's we say know it, they're doing the research. Let's say it came from the lab and that China released it into the air deliberately. deliberately or accidentally. Doesn't that make them liable for the results? Right. They well, don't want to be liable for we're gonna deaths sue them of in millions. Civil court. We, well, what, what do we have? The uh, world court? You could sue them there. The Hague. Yep, yeah, sure. the Hague. 
you know, they're not war criminals, but they obviously have or done the something UN, terrible. There's probably some way. So, but, and they're never going to allow right. people in for a, an unbiased investigation of it. They don't have any interest in assuming responsibility for this. Right, and I think the evidence in one, whoever sent me the Wall Street Journal clipping, thank you, because later in the article it says that it's obvious to anyone that it came from a lab because if it came from a natural source, they would show you where it came from and more about the wet lab and, you know, sort of the DNA origins. But if it came from a lab, hush, hush, and guess how they are. Hush, hush, hush. hush so. Well, I mean, they talked about it coming from a fish market, and then they talked about bats bringing it in. You know, and but nobody wanted to talk about it coming from that lab. Oh no, that's racist. You're, you're being racist. <laughs> what is your? They talk about the level. The Department of Energy has low level of confidence in their conclusion that it came from a lab. And I then thought, why even release uh, right. the conclusion? Well, they, I don't think they did. I think it got leaked. But in any event, uh, why is it that? How much confidence do you have that you're going to survive going to a fish lab or a, a fish, fish market. market in Wuhan that's created some of the world's greatest viruses? Of course. According to the Chinese. Well, first of all, how would they start in a fish market in Wuhan to well, begin with? DNA or evolution or maybe something that actually does have an impact on animals but not people. But I can sort of see how if if it started in nature. I mean, you know, all all of the viruses that exist in the world today, none of them were around. You know, 400 years ago, they keep evolving. And well, there was a ghastly ghastly story about a guy using neti pot without using uh, the well, not denatured water, uh, distilled, distilled water. water, and so we got a brain-eating bacteria that killed him. Okay. You know, so there's a cheerful little story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. But, I mean, if that's, if that's, if there are things in the water, things in existing that in com- combination with something else produces a bad result, well, I can understand that. But you think that, you would think that the, the Chinese would want to get to the bottom of it, too, if it were a natural occurring phenomenon. Right, and release it. That's what they were right. conclusion. And they, they would invite people in, they would co- cooperate with the world, say, we don't know where this came from, we don't know how this happened, let's try and track it down. So my guess is it came out of that Wuhan lab, which was funded in part by Dr. Fauci. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, they, but that's racist well, to say that. That's racist. Why, that's because Russian Dr. Disin- Fauci's white? It's Russian disinformation. It's... <laughs> I think you're blending crises here. No, right. I'm just giving you the standard response right. from the mainstream media. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. Talking about the Wuhan lab. If you're not familiar with what we're talking about, the U.S. Department of Energy uh, somebody leaked one of their classified documents that indicates that, that uh, the COVID nineteen virus, uh, in all probability, to use the exact wording of theirs, came from a lab. But they have low confidence in that conclusion, saying that they're not. They're really not sure where it came from. So, uh, yeah, they're not for sure. Let me see if I can find the actual wording so I don't mess this up. New senior, uh, let's see, while there's no consensus among intelligence officials in the U.S. about how the pandemic started, the FBI and now the Department of Energy both found an accidental lab leak plausible. To date, no confirmed animal source has been identified. Right. And speaking of, of satanic and dangerous things, did you see that the, uh, just throwing this in here, one other element, that that after-school Satan club that was going to be held in the mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in the Allentown yeah, area got canceled. Got canceled. <laughs> so, By the district? Yes. I wonder why. Well, I think the district's going to be between a rock and a hard place because they're still letting the Good News Club in. Okay. So if they uh, and the ruling from the Supreme Court or from someone was that if you're going to let in the uh, Good News Club, 
hope you've got to open it up to everybody else. All right, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Rob Center's our fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. Put him to work, folks. Uh, you can call him, 570-743-9565. We talked about the Dilbert comic strip and the U.S. Uh, Department of Energy indicating uh, that uh, they feel as though Dilbert's are racist. So, no, just kidding. That's blending <laughs> two topics uh, there. Yes, uh, the uh, founder of uh, Dilbert, Scott Adams, uh, in a podcast uh, saying that blacks are part of a hate group or something like that. So, um, but he said in his response that he has identified as black for a while. He doesn't look black at all. Right. But well, I'm not sure what that's about. So, <laughs> who well, knows? Well, he could identify as a woman and we all be saying, oh, isn't that wonderful? He's identified as a woman. Except for you. You would reject <laughs> it and tell him to. So, s- if he wants to, to identify out. as black, I'd say more power to him. Are we going to read the emails or the texts? Well, we don't have any texts. Oh, then we'll read the email. Our friend Tom, who can always be counted on for a pithy comment, uh, says, Where this virus started is a moot point. The MAGAs, Ultra MAGAs, Stans, and Joes of the world will never accept anything, but it started in the lab and is Fauci's Biden, Obama, and the Democrats' fault. 100%. Okay, there we go. Thank you. (laughs) He screamed that at us in all capital letters. We appreciate that. Stan, go back to that a minute. I never said it was a Democrats' fault. That would be absurd. It's not the Democrats' fault. The reaction to it and closing everything down was the Democrats' fault, right? It is. No, it was governor's fault. There, I'm sure there were Republicans that did shutdowns and so on. But we're finding now that not only was the vaccine not as effective as we hoped, but that masks weren't as effective as we hoped. Well, not so. only that, but there was on um, Gordon Deal's program. I think it was Saturday. I did. I was shaving and listening to it. it they released <laughs> Thank a. You they released a study. Image. They released a study showing that the damage to our young people from having been closed down like that for over a year. It's far more than they originally thought. Yeah, ridiculously uh, terrible findings and suicide attempts right. and suicide ideation well, I mean, and everything. I look, at, I look at my 14-year-old grandson. He had a whole year uh, where he was home, uh, required to stay home and participate in schooling from uh, remote. And, and the socialization with his friends or even developing a group of friends, it was his first year in middle school. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get that chance. A lot of people formed pods where they'd stay with 
within that group and they wouldn't see anybody outside the pod. That's what my daughter did when she was in Oregon at that time. They formed a group and stayed together and they would not allow themselves to see anyone else outside their pod. So, I mean, th- maybe folks around here, if, if it had endured, could have tried that or to get that going. One of our listeners says, Tom, COVID is China's fault. I know that's hard for you to comprehend because you want to blame Trump. Yeah, Tom had no shortage of blaming Trump for everything that was wrong with the pandemic. uh, Is it China's fault if it was an accident from a live lab? Well, it could have been. from a a a fish market. The question would then become, let's say it was accidentally a release. Mm -hmm. Then the question becomes, what were they doing with it in the first place? Well, what was their intent? That. They have their answer to that what, also. What is that, that they were working on virus research to make okay. vaccines work better. All right. Well, that's fine if that's what they were doing. You know, but then why not release it? Why not say that we were, you know, we were doing something here. We thought we were benefiting mankind. But lo and behold, it got out. I think and they it, have said that, but we don't believe them. They're not saying it came from their lab. Uh, that's well, no, but they do admit that they were doing some research. All right, one so of our were good, we. One of our good smart listeners, Doug, sent an email. Yes, he says so. They are finally admitting that COVID probably came from the Wuhan lab. Who's surprised by this? Chalk this down with the long list of untruths from the ridiculous COVID pandemic, such as masks and social distancing work, the taking vitamins, hydrochloric—I uh, can't say hydrochloroquine. that hydrochloroquine—hydrochloroquine and ivermectin don't work. The natural immunity is ineffective. And yes, that the vaccine is totally safe and effective. And if you get the jab, you won't get COVID. All of this was told over and over. And those who didn't go along with the narrative were called uncaring, misinformation spreading, grandma killing conspiracy theorists. I'll say it again. The COVID pandemic was the biggest scam ever to gain power and control over people by using fear propaganda to do so. No equivocating there. (laughs) That's Doug. He lost a perfect opportunity to use the phrase clot shot again. I'm shocked. Oh, he missed that one. Yeah, okay. Let that go right by. Mick. um, Mick. 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 Mike. Mike. (laughs) Mike, you're on the mark. Mick Jagger's on the line. Hey. Good morning, men. Uh... So uh, I just actually was able to tune into the radio for the first time today, and uh, I find it interesting that we are now talking about something besides the wet market as being the uh, the cause of uh, COVID. And what really bothers me the most is the narratives that went with uh, anybody that questioned the wet market. And it was time after time, there was thing after thing that came out. And I mean, we had these, these amateur uh, satellite people that noticed all the hospitals in Wuhan, the parking lots all of a sudden get crowded, okay, more than normal. And they, and they, they noticed that. They noticed that uh, the, the first case had nothing to do with the wet market. They noticed that our people that had come back from the world uh, military games were saying, man, this wasn't a city of seven million people. It was like it was deserted, and that was months and months before China claimed that there was even a virus. So there was one thing after another that pointed to something besides what China was saying their story was, and something besides what our government saying the story was. All these things were ignored, and anybody that talked about them was a nutcase, okay? And it is not just this business of the narrative, the official narrative of our government and the Democrat left, it, it just goes on and on and on. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that people are going to uh, stand up to this, but I, I don't see it happening. 
I mean, I just don't. And this COVID really, in my mind, highlights how insane this uh, government that we have is right now. The, the, the stuff that they're willing to get away with and the stuff that people are willing to put up with. And it just... It, it just bothers me. Right. Well, we are, you and I and everybody else are the very definition of insanity. We complain endlessly about the vortex removing the brains of our legislators in Harrisburg and Washington. And what do we promptly do as soon as we get to the voting booth? What do we do, Mark? We put them back in <laughs> so they can create more insanity and borrow more money and uh, create more division and be woker and uh, cause and more start, problems. Start planning for their re-election. You're right, and get that. ready and start the campaigning for the next time. Yep, right. that's it. Yep, I Mike, mean, it's, a, I mean, it's hey, a bipartisan I one, issue, One too. last thing. I, I, I come out of the gym the other day, and in comes a guy through the door uh, the opposite direction of me, and I, and I, and I look at him. And I'm saying, boy, I've never seen this guy be here, here before. And uh, I open the door for him, and uh, he looks at me and goes, oh, good. Okay? <laughs> you know, the, nor <laughs> the normal response in, you know, the customary thing to say in the United States is, thank you. And this person looked at me and went, uh, good. I, I think you kind of caught him out, <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. No, maybe you should have slammed the door in his face then. Next time. Yeah, I think he just wasn't used to this culture, is what I'm saying. Oh, he's okay. from another planet. To, that's what be. I think, if I had to bet, yeah. Okay, and, gotcha. Uh, and, it, and that goes with the, the, the customs people just reported. One million encounters in the last five months at our border. And that doesn't count the ones, there, there were no encounters where they just came in across the border undetected or, or un, you know, they didn't, they didn't come in and, quote, give themselves up for asylum. So... You know, I don't, I don't know how bad this situation is, but people that I talk to, it doesn't matter where they live, they're seeing it happening in their community. And now this, this sounds like I'm being anti-immigration. No, I am pro-immigration. I am pro-bringing in people for specific jobs that they can do. I'm bringing in uh, for specific talents. I'm bringing in people that, that follow the, the rules that were established before. But I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not for open borders. That uh, and having our government and you know the United Nations facilitate bringing millions of people into this country. It just doesn't make sense. Can yeah. we afford it? That's my question. Can we afford it? Was this a big announcement from the Biden administration? I, I over the weekend, one of the Sunday shows, they had an argument about the Biden presidency initiatives as it relates to asylum seekers. That in the future they're going to turn people away if they have already gone through a couple countries to get to the U.S. or if they came into the U.S. illegally at all. Have you heard that? I don't recall that specific guideline. Apparently, it's an idea within the Biden administration, and, you know, they're discussing it, but I don't know if it's... Uh, and I know it hasn't been implemented. I, I guess ideas are supposed to tell the American people they're doing something. <laughs> Do we have an idea? We're thinking about changing this. We're thinking about changing this. How about right. just doing your job? Right. Well, I, th I think Novel they did, concept. Right. They did take a one-half of one percent 
tangible change at the border also, but this was some other conversation. So, all right, you hadn't heard it either. I hadn't either. Yeah, it was uh, apparently the Biden administration is pushing forward with something where if you have had to go through multiple countries to seek asylum in the U.S., you'll be turned away. Or if you came to the country and didn't stop at the border and seek asylum in that way, you snuck into the country and were caught and said that you're seeking asylum, that you'll be turned away, and that if you don't use the app to uh, to begin your asylum procedures while you're out of the U.S., uh, you'll be turned away. So, and I don't know if they they have not been implemented that much. I do know for sure. But what what will happen? I don't know. Or you know, or I I had never heard those initiatives until they the mentioned. The flood it. is going to continue. Right. Yeah. No argument happen. there. Yeah. No <laughs> argument there. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks. Always You're great to hear yes. from you. Let's keep your pant legs up and keep your feet dry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Read this, and it's right, right in front of you, and yeah. I'll take the break. All right. The lab in Wuhan was an international virus research lab with scientists from many countries doing research there. It was not only Chinese. The markets there are not fish markets. They are live animal markets. If you've seen videos of it before, the pandemic, you would see a huge collection of wild animals for sale, not just fish. And the neti pot. The neti pot incident was caused by an amoeba, not a bacteria. All right, we okay. got it. Thank you. See, don't you love people who know what they're talking about? Out there? Well, no, she does. She says nevi pod. It's neti pod. Well, she's <laughs> typing a little too fast, I think, is what's happening there. All V is nowhere near, near T. T. No. <laughs> so even I know that. All right, 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. We got an email from EB, EB. about our state representatives. We'll talk about that when we come back. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. out of auto repair. And we're back. All right. We got an email from EB. If you'd like to get in the queue of emails, send them to onthemarket.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. And you can call us, 570-743-WKOK. All right, the, this is from EB. The Pennsylvania... <laughs> you took it off the screen, oh, everything It's went a little away. hard sorry. to read it. Thank sorry. you. Sorry, sorry. The Pennsylvania House resoundingly adopted two bills on Friday, both of which expand pathways for survivors of childhood sexual abuse to receive legal recourse from alleged perpetrators and enablers. It's an important step not only in helping those victims achieve some measure of justice, but also in potentially helping to deter such heinous acts going forward. Pleasingly, this happened 
with bipartisan support. Except two of our local elected officials, David Rowe and Linda Schlegel-Culver, both voted against those bills. That's right. They both voted against victims of child sexual abuse being able to more easily hold their abusers accountable. Isn't it interesting that they would draw the line on that? So many conservatives are constantly yelling about protecting children from groomers. Rowe and Schlegel-Culver had a chance to actually do that here, and they opted to take the side of those groomers, making it easier for them to escape accountability and to get away with their crimes. You have to wonder about the ethics of anyone who does that. What decent moral human being wouldn't vote to bring child molesters to justice by any means necessary? Well, I guess we know two people who don't, making protection kids a priority. We can only speculate as to why they would oppose such measures. Well, in all fairness, E.B., there's quite a debate about that in Harrisburg, and there's some feeling that, you know, this, this creates a problem that wouldn't exist otherwise. I mean, they, they, there are funds set up for these victims. Whether or not they did enough, I don't know. But I tend to agree that the bill should have been passed. That's my opinion. Well, and they but talk about still. the uh, center square says it's going to die in the Senate anyway. Senate Republicans will never allow it. So that'll be the end of it anyway. Well, I'm not certain I understand completely why Republicans are opposed to this. Well, probably because it's not all glued together with those other two that they want, voter reform or voter ID and uh, the, some They were tying these together? Right. I mean, that's the way they passed the Senate was glued as one. Okay. So uh, that's why the House couldn't just have passed them last year. Well, I think I know, I, year, I know Dave Rowe and Linda Culver well enough to know that their goal in, <laughs> in voting no wasn't because they want to enable molesters. Right. You know, and EB, we feel you should, pretty confident that that's you not should be ashamed of yourself for even proposing that. I mean, right. these are decent people. They disagree on a matter of policy. I think they made the wrong decision. I think it should have been passed. But I'm not going to say that they're bad human beings because of it. One of our listeners says, well, Biden is going to finally turn people away from the border that are falsely claiming asylum and not following the law. How progressive <laughs> of them. Right. Excellent point. Okay. Chris, thank you so much. Please, finding a fact. We always rely on you. Oh, well, there's a million, uh, there's a million stops at the border, but it's totally open. That's well, that's another these, topic. These people talking. Right. That's their f- little phrase that's, of phrase. That's their proof that it's open is that there were one million stops. Right. Anyway, moving on. That's that's yeah, low-hanging fruit. You can do better than and that. And I have uh, uh, low confidence in my plausible con- <laughs> that, that, that it's plausible that the mayor of Shemokin Dam is taking bribes. <laughs> By golly. But you have low confidence that it's true, yeah, right? Yeah, I have low confidence. Okay, uh, thank you. I'm not sure what that uh, that's supposed to mean. You got to define some terms, uh, and I don't think we've even seen the whole report or the uh, full quote because every place I look, they just they would say thing. They made the conclusion that it was low confident that that uh, it was plausible that it came from the lab that it was a lab leak. Well, you have to admit that so, this is a big step forward in the fact that any government oh, that agency is, is, is even I, willing to concede I, I, I accept, it. Uh, I accept it for what, what it's worth, which, uh, which isn't much until I see the whole report. But, you know, it'd be nice if they released the whole report or said what their evidence was or Something. What how, they, how they came to that conclusion. But until then, uh, I'm, I'm looking a little askance. I figure they're fairly good scientists, so... Maybe there is a plausibility. 
But uh, when the people who were promoting that were also promoting every dumb thing in the world at the same time, yeah, they tend to get lumped in together because the same people were promoting the, the all of Trump's crazy conspiracy stuff. They they were repeating uh, what his lawyer said in court that everybody laughs at now. They were reporting. They were. Uh, Promoting all those things. Would you be? But what right? I'd like to know is what you think of uh, DeSantis, who uh, is is censoring stuff in schools, is punishing a private company because they disagreed with his policy. Is that the way you should really be governing? Is that the way? Is somebody who acts like that, you really well, want to be president? Should a private company like Disney be putting pressure on the government to do what it wants to do because of woke culture? Oh, brother! Where? How no, do you even attack? Doing it because they probably doing it because they have a lot. Of, they have a lot of uh, gay people in there that are employed, and they're standing up for their their employees. There was nothing in that bill against gay people. It had nothing to do with being gay or uh, illegalizing gayness. Nothing at all to do it, with that. It, it talked it, about it, it, t- what you teach kids in school at what age appropriate level. That's what the bill dealt with. It never said yeah, don't say right. gay. And, and it, it was in third grade, but uh, that that spreads. And for instance, you can't teach anything having to do with uh, the sixteen nineteen project. Apparently, that's one of the things he censored out. That has uh, that has to do with black people, right? Mm-hmm. It has to do with a flawed historical perspective. No, it's not no, flawed. It yes, it is. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. What's flawed in it? What's flawed in it is that the country wasn't founded based on ra- on slavery. It doesn't say it, that. It, it doesn't propose it doesn't that. Say it. it doesn't say that. She said she overstated one thing, and that's the only thing that's, that's been really talked about. Yeah, the project is extensive. And it's extensive, and you're going to censor the whole thing because of politics, because you don't like one no, thing. No, we're going to censor and it you, because... You, you sissy Republicans, I'll tell you, you're scared <laughs> but, of everything. But, Chris, uh, they say you're you the one that's doing cancel culture. If it makes culture. you uncomfortable, you can't have it in the school. If you can't have it, if it makes no, you uncomfortable, what you you're can't missing, teach it in the school. You, that's the cheap, easy, liberal way of phrasing it. <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, we, well, you do, you do cheap. Uh, let me put it to you. Let me put it to you this. Let me put it to you this way. The, the simple fact here is that everything should be age appropriate. We need to have an actual discussion about what and when kids should be taught these things. Not that they should well, never be taught. Well, you're in your prime. You'll tell me when you're uh, appropriate. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Take care, nice Chris. One, nice one. Yeah, you're past your prime because you're over 50. Don Lemon told yeah, me so. I oh, am. no, wait, you're a woman. Never mind. <laughs> you're not a woman, so your your prime ass, uh, continues until age 80. So you're good till summer. <laughs> you're Thank listening you. to WDK, okay, Sunbury.